there have been a few memes. What's that? Yeah, so you see Samuel Jackson playing with a little pussy cat. Oh, God. Welcome to episode 77. This episode 2 is seeing we talk about Ragtag Group of Space Heroes. The award goes to And Space Cats Are Jerks. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Anton, how's your week been? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. I actually got a new upgrade this week, and probably you're going to get upgraded soon. I got this mm-hmm. new blue Yeti microphone, so hopefully yeah. it sounds a little better. Yeah, you can't see it on my mic. I don't... Uh, I'll just... I, have my, I still have my snowball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Dude, I should be getting my snowball. This a lot bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah, it didn't look that big in the picture, so I'm kind of curious to see how big it is in person. Yeah, it's, it's as big as... well. <laughs> I don't want to compare sizes, but I was going to say it's as big as my hand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious to how big it is when I get mine tomorrow. Um, but if anything, I wanted a second mic because we do want to record uh, either end of the year or Christmas podcast with uh, Josias from the from the Comic Syndicate and yeah, my brother and from it, Deep Dives. Yeah, and I think uh, it, you know we're kind of due to get something really good because we're doing... Uh, a lot of recording every single week, so we mm-hmm. need something that's more sturdy. Yeah. So if anything, I now I have two mics. Yeah. So anything new with you? Uh, anything cool or anything that you've seen for the past week? Uh, nothing cool. But I I have gone back into an old game that we used to play. Okay. Pokemon Go. Pokemon I'm, Go. I'm back in. okay what is up with that like everybody's getting back into it do you think it's because uh pokemon let's go is out right now so everybody's getting back into it so they made some enhancements to it but i think it's because of pokemon let's go so now uh they've cleaned up the raids a little bit now they coordinate raids Mm -hmm. um they added more items to like help you like boost up and stuff like that and they just this week they added trading and soon They're going to enable uh, trainer battles. Player battles, yeah, yeah. Player battles, trainer battles. I think it, I, I think it is because of uh, Let's Go, mm-hmm. um, Pikachu and uh, Eevee, because I've I kind of got back into it too. You're you're not the only one, and I think it's because when I play the game, there's some elements where you actually can trade some of the Pokemon from your. Uh, your phone to the actual game itself yeah mm-hmm. um so i kind of want to i'll, I'll add you because mm-hmm. apparently the further the distance the a gift goes the better chance of it being something good oh wow that's really interesting so i'm kind of curious what kind of what kind of rewards we'd get for sending it across the country yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's go ahead and try that uh, later on today or probably tomorrow whenever you have time and, uh, yeah uh, well, well i I can add you. I can add you, and I have some uh, some gifts available to send out. So, okay, sounds cool. Because um, we'll probably talk about it in the next episode. See what we get. Yeah, it's kind of like a mystery uh, gift thing. Yeah, right? the only the, yeah the only bad thing for trading you still have to be within close proximity of each other. Oh, okay. So also sucks. Mm. Yeah. Um, I guess they just didn't want to let like internet internet groups to form up just to start trading without actually meeting oh yeah them. they'll probably reddit like uh, a whole forum or something no there is there's a bunch of reddit groups i actually signed yeah. up for the discord ones <laughs> uh, yeah, surpri- surprisingly the the discord stuff is insane i mean we're using it right now for 
for the podcast and everything. I mean, it's a pretty solid platform just for uh, sharing files and chatting, and it's pretty advanced for what it is. Well, and they've added... Okay, so just for the, the Pokemon Go Orange County one, mm-hmm. they've added so many groups. So it's every city. It's yeah. each type of play type, each group, and you can just add based on your need. So you can put, like, uh, hashtag, um, say, Irvine, hashtag... Uh, Valor, stuff like that. And I'll just give you the groups that just for you. So you're not inundated with like all the other groups meeting up or all the other groups like trading information. Yeah. Would you see this platform is kind of like the next generation of uh, chat rooms? I say it's a streamlined version of Reddit. Yeah. Uh, I think so too. Yeah. And uh, it's very, very streamlined because uh, it's an app on its own Mm -hmm. and you can make pretty much uh, any type of topic. So I, I would compare it to like forums, basically. Yeah, well, even I mean, even for us, we have, you know, our main chat that we use to send each other notes and stuff like that for to prepare for the show. And mm-hmm. then we have uh, episode uh, images so we can send so you can send me the images for each one we post. Yeah. So that way they don't get lost in the shuffle and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, just a, a quick update, you know, just on life and stuff. Next week, I'm going to be going to New York uh, after uh, next week's recording, of course. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to be picking up the Osmo Pocket up there. So that's probably going to be something that uh, I can, you know, have more hands on and talk about in probably two episodes from now. Very good. So get us some extra mm-hmm. content, extra stuff yeah. to put on the gram. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... There was something you added to our list here. What podcasts were you talking about? Oh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, you've been listening to a lot of different podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been listening to a podcast called Freakonomics. Mm-hmm. You, you're pretty familiar with this guy. He, uh, His name is Stephen Dubner. He does a, a lot of other podcasts, too. One of my favorite ones that he did was uh, Tell Me Something I, uh, I Don't Know, mm-hmm. which is a really good one. Um but anyways, uh, Freakonomics has a really interesting topic this past week. It's um, something about uh, Trader Joe's. The topic was, would you let Trader Joe's run the world? Mm, no. <laughs> Next question. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because like, uh, I'm like, why would, he, why would he say that? Why would Trader Joe's run the world? It's, it's very interesting because... Out of all of the grocery chains, mm-hmm. Trader Joe's profit more than the leading chains. And they pay like their quote, employees better. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's insane mm-hmm. how all that works because they don't do any advertising and they don't no. have a lot of stores. They have yeah. only like 500 stores compared to like uh, a lot of the other ones that have 2,000 stores like Walmart or something. Yeah, I think the closest Trader Joe's to me here is uh, Seal Beach. So Beach, yeah. <clears throat> That's a nice drive. Yeah, so it's a really interesting episode about the secrets of it because it started in Pasadena and then it was sold to these brothers that are in Switzerland and they also own Aldi. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that's, that's that's another big brand that's been coming up. Yeah, and uh, there's one uh, right across the street from or a couple of blocks away from where you live. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, and uh, Josiah and our friend Jessica just joined the chat. Hey guys, yeah, it's interesting because you can see the connection. Like the store is very broad and different brands, but like instead of going to like a, a, a regular store like Albertsons or something over there, mm-hmm. 
and you go to the sauce aisle for tomato sauce. It's all store and there's like Yeah, there's like 20 different brands mm-hmm. to choose from. Yeah. And then when you go to Aldi or Trader Joe's, you only have like three brands to choose from. Or yeah. probably even less. So that kind of goes with like also uh, product saturation. Like yeah. there's, too, there, there's too much selection sometimes, so it's not unnecessary. But brands mm-hmm. will just carry it because they think more is better. Yeah, and, and uh, Stephen Dubner also brings up something really interesting. <clears throat> sometimes when you buy snacks from Trader Joe's, for example... Mm-hmm. Some of the snacks will taste similar to the actual brand, like the big brands. Like, let's say you try Doritos, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go to Trader Joe's, you get uh, tortilla nacho flavored. Mm-hmm. It tastes exactly like Doritos because it, it is Doritos. Yeah. It's yeah. just a private label brand. Yeah. Same thing that uh, Kirkland does. Like, that's why yeah. I like Kirkland brand so much because they actually use the regular manufacturer stuff. Yeah. So, <clears throat> how, how how does that differ to, like, the choices, you know, like when you go to a regular store and when you go to Trader Joe's. When you go to Trader Joe's, of course, you're very limited to the choices that you make. Mm-hmm. But when you when you buy, you know that you're getting a good product. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'd rather have limited selection. Mm-hmm. So, so not as much quantity when it comes to selection or options, but better quality for the ones I do have. Yeah. Because there's a lot of... Where was I? Uh, I think it was Albert's. Probably Albertson's. I went, they had like five different types of guac. <laughs> All of them look disgusting. <laughs> like yeah. there's no way they're fresh and stuff like that. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Yeah, so it, it's interesting because a lot of the employees that work at Trader Joe's, they know the product really well. So usually mm-hmm. when they engage the, the customer, they already know what the, the flavors are. They already know what's good. And they yeah. can tell you know the customer exactly you know, how, what choices they should make. Yeah, yeah. Because, they, they they encouraged employees to try them. Yeah. So if you were to go to Albertsons and say, "Oh, hey, which guacamole is good?" They're gonna be like, uh, "I don't know. I think I tried that one." And that's it. But if you go to Trader Joe's, they have like three different guac, and they go, "Oh yeah, they're all good." But if you're into mushrooms or something, that this one has mushrooms. That, I, uh, I think or, they'll let you try it too. Yeah, it's some some of the stuff they they do let you try, and uh, uh, that, I think. Trader Joe's focus on the customer experience more mm-hmm. than any other stores. Because I know that when you were working at Vons, for example, Vons has really good customer service, right? Yes. They focus so hard on customer service. But I think it's mostly because of the area it was in. Yeah. Presentation, too. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you would, like, oh stack uh, <laughs> um, apples. You we stack, did. like, you know. That that was nonstop cleaning that store. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if it was empty, everybody was out cleaning the store um, doing quick passes or even just like facing the products to make sure that it, 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 they're all arranged neatly. Yeah. Nonstop. So anyways, I, I thought that was a really interesting episode. They, t- they go into like the secrecy of the formula of making this perfect company. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they were to have the same uh, principles and practices in other companies, maybe they'll run better. But yeah, I think that that's a really interesting episode to check out. I know we don't have enough time to talk about it on this uh, podcast, but it's something to listen to. But so, check it, Freakonomics. Ch- check it out after you listen to this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we got other stuff that we needed to go over today. Yes. Um, right <clears throat> now, as we speak, there's uh, the video game awards. I know you're you're not really fond of all all of that stuff that's going on. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's some 
really cool. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We didn't we didn't do the music yet. We have to do the introduction. All right, Anton. Let's move on to news. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Anton. What's going on with the with the video game awards? Okay, so video game awards is going on right now, and uh, yeah. For game of the year, I think it's really, really broad for me because I haven't played any of these games and you have played one of these games. Um, the first one is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. We okay. haven't played that yet. No. I, I know you're a big Assassin's Creed fan too. Yeah. Um, there's also another game called Celeste. I think that's more of an indie game. Uh, mm-hmm. God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man on uh, PS4. Oh. Uh, Monster Hunter World from Capcom mm-hmm. and Red Dead Redemption 2. So out of all this, you only played Red Dead Redemption. Yes, but I can easily see Red Dead and Spider-Man being the, the two biggest ones. Yeah, true. Like the, the, type, totally the ones agree. taking the most awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling it might be Spider-Man, but uh, Red Dead, all the details and everything is insane. They're both massive games. They're both mm-hmm. high quality games from big companies. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a tight race between the two. Yeah, uh, this is something that's very interesting. We've played most of these games. This category is called best ongoing game. The Ooh. first one is uh, Destiny Two, which we played. Mm-hmm. Um, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, which is on. Wait, wait, wait! PS4. Come on. Yes. So by by ongoing, do they mean like there's no ending to it or? Ongoing, as in like, uh, there's frequently They're... updated stuff, and okay. it's so old games, like yeah, old games <laughs> that are ongoing that still has a big fan base. Like that's for example, that... Halo. You know, that's where the Fortnite's on. Isn't Fortnite just like this year? Or no, has it been Fortnite, two years already? Dude, it's been two years already. Oh, crap! Yeah. Oh, that's right, because yeah, we took cause... last year off for uh, uh, battle battleground. Yeah, because I still remember Fortnite being announced at uh, one of the uh, E3s. Mm-hmm. And they were giving out like free stuff. And it, it was at its early beta. Oh, I feel so, old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So um, another one is Man- No Man's Sky, uh, Overwatch, Ooh. and uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. So out of all of these games, I think probably Fortnite's going to win because of the popularity but I would like Overwatch mm. to win it because it, it's something that we play a whole lot of. I think Overwatch has the best um, quality releases. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not because Fortnite they do a lot of updates, frequent updates, but they're very cosmetic and they're very like, oh, boom, here you go. Yes, we have yeah. this. Yeah. It's like a slapstick uh, type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like it's free. Why are you gonna complain? Yeah. Um, no Man's Sky, I'm kind of happy it's still going because I know it had a lot of hype around it. But mm-hmm. wasn't it kind of a disappointment? Like, it wasn't what people were expecting? Yeah, it, it's a great game in the in, in the fact that uh, it's ongoing where there's always different planets to check out. Yeah. But some of them are let down because uh, you're expecting a little too much. And sometimes you go to different planets and there's nothing on there. Yeah, so for those that haven't yeah. heard it, this is a game that... You're pretty much roaming the galaxy, and each planet is randomly generated, and mm-hmm. you're exploring it. So if nobody's ever landed on that planet before, you get to claim it, and you get to land on it, and you're like, I claim this plant. This is now an Allen plant. Now this is an Allen rock, and this is an Allen <laughs> tree. 
Uh, yeah, so, I mean, everything's already mapped out. All the planets are already mapped out, but nothing really generates on that planet until you go on it. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool. you can call it alanoids, like little pets and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an Alan Pet dog. Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> this is Alan Rock number one, Alan Rock number two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good, dude. I, I, I'm... Even though I'm happy that they they're still keeping those type of games in the scope to re- kind mm-hmm. of award them for continuing on, um, I fear there's gonna be a lot of anger. <laughs> like probably gonna be two games that keep winning it. Yeah. Um, if so, for, if Fortnite wins a lot of awards, I call that pandering. <laughs> I I think it's more of a popularity thing, but Bleh. um, I think Jeff Keighley does a pretty good job with uh, um, not just doing it as a popularity vote. Yeah. I think he's keeping it more of like the industry, um, like games that really deserve the awards. As but, it should be. Yeah, as it should be. So that way there there wouldn't be any Kanye's going up on stage and saying, hey, excuse me, you know. <laughs> yeah. Fortnite was fun, but PUBG yeah. was the greatest game of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Besides uh, the video game awards, there was uh, Golden Gold, uh, Golden Globe nominations this week. Yes, sir. So you want to go over that? Yeah. So I'll just go over like the main ones. Um, so the nominations were announced this morning. Uh, best motion picture drama. They have uh, mm-hmm. Black Panther, which is a big thing now. Like they're starting to award or recognize superhero movies, which all the award ceremonies have kind of snubbed up until recently. I think it's because it's more range. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else because the other nominated <laughs> movie for this one is Black Klansman. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm guessing Crazy Rich Asians should be in there somewhere. Uh, no. Some surprisingly, Bohemian Rhapsody's in it. Oh, okay. Um, and then if Beale Street could talk, which I've never heard of, and A Star Is Born, which I think that one's probably going to win for drama. Yeah. Uh, any predictions for that one? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give it to A Star Is Born. It, it's a solid movie. Yeah, and I think that's like the original writing for a uh, uh, for a drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, best motion picture, music or comedy. Here's your Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, the favorite. I thought, I thought it was the favor. Wasn't it the favor? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. They put. Uh, the... I, I know there's a movie called uh, something favor. Well, there's the and favorite. It has Henry. Go- it has a uh, Henry Golding in it too. I don't know. Green. Yeah, the favorite, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that's some other movie then. Okay, Green Book, Mary Poppin Returns, which, is it even out yet? No. So they did the screeners for them then. Yeah. Uh, and Vice. Uh, I'm going to go with music. Well, the thing is, they're combining them, so musical or comedy. This is kind of toss-up between Mary Poppins and Crazy Rich Asians. There was some singing. <laughs> okay, so you're going Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I'll I take... It's, it's, it's very good. Okay, I'll blindly take Mary Poppins, even though it's not out yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, anything Disney property will probably well, get the lead. Well, here's the thing, though. Crazy Rich Asians, I'm assuming, is going to be a good comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Poppins, if it stays cl- true to the original movie, it's going to be a lot of music. So Yeah. Uh, I've then, already seen. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, I bought tickets uh, for opening day, I think. Mary Poppins? So, yeah. Mary okay. Poppins. Pop it. All right. Uh, best motion picture award for animated Incredibles 2 Isle of Dogs uh, Mirai Re- uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse I think Spider-Verse should win should win but is it gonna win <laughs> yeah 
Um, Disney always has uh, (laughs) the main factor of winning all of the animation awards. So my well, the thing is, there's Wreck It Ralph and there's Incredibles two in the same category. Incredibles is probably gonna win. Uh, this is a tough one. I'll go Incredibles two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I I hope Isle of Dogs gets some love in that one, but we'll see. Uh, I don't think any of those stop motions ever won anything. I mean. They do so much work, but they never really get the recognition of winning. Like yeah. Coraline didn't get any of that. Art Aardvark, um company that does uh, um, Wallace and Gromit never really got any of that. So Tim Burton's pissed? It's all Tim Burton yeah. stuff? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so let's go with uh, best performance by an actress in a motion picture. Drama. Uh, you have Glenn Close for The Wife, Lady Gaga, A Star is Born, Nicole Kidman, Destroyer. Uh, Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And uh, Rosamond Peak, A Private mm-hmm. War. Uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of performances on the other ones, but... Uh, You're going Lady Gaga? Yeah, I'm going to go Lady Gaga. She did such an amazing job. I'll go Lady Gaga also, because mm-hmm. I think they're going to try to piggyback on her stardom, on yeah. her music music part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll go with the actor best for best performance. Uh, in a drama, Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe, Lucas Hedge, Remy Malik, and David John uh, John David Washington in Black Klansman. I think uh, Remy Malik might win this one. I hope so. That's what I was going to go with right now too. Yeah. Um, mostly be, also because his portrayal is so spot on, and adding in his uh, not just the voice and appearance, but his his movements. It, it's mm. it screamed um, uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go here to press performance by an actress uh, actress in a musical comedy. No surprise again. Emily Blunt, Mary Poppins, Olivia <laughs> Coleman, the favorite, uh, Elsie Fisher, uh, eighth grade, Charlize Theron, and Tully, mm-hmm. and uh, Constance Wu, Crazy Rich Asians. You're going? Uh, I would go Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> I mean, she she's great in it. Uh, yeah, it, it's hard. Yeah. Uh, I'll go Emily Blunt because you can't go wrong with the bluntness. Of course, you can't. She's uh, yeah. Uh, and then the last one I'll go over is going to be a best performance by an actor, uh, music or comedy. Christian Bale, Vice. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, Mary Poppins Returns. Uh, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book. Robert Redford, The Old Man and the Gun. And John C. Riley, Stan and Ollie. There's a good list right here. Yeah, I think that's really hard. I I, I wouldn't even know who would win that one. I'm gonna it, go Christian. I'm gonna go Christian Bale because he looks too damn believable in a fat suit. Oh yeah, have you seen that? For uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen the trailer. Yeah, it's crazy. I want to yeah, see he... it. <laughs> I I think because of these type of um, roles where he has to lose weight or gain weight, mm-hmm. yeah, he he goes the extra mile doing the whole method acting on it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He he does deserve that recognition. What's the, what's the actor's name? Um, he did Lincoln. Um, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, he's 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 starting to become the new Dan- Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's like he's slowly taking over that role as Daniel mm-hmm. Day Lewis like steps out, or he did step out, right? He's done. He said he's done. Yeah, he he said he's done. But yeah. he'll be back next year. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All I mean, right. You know, for an actor, yeah. or actress, when yeah, there's if- a good role, you can't really refuse. Yeah, yeah. So this is a good is a good challenge or like a high high uh, 
um, high value target for for mm-hmm. a character. They want yeah. it. They'll take. They'll they'll come back. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, that's as far as I'm gonna go because the other ones are kind of be like the supporting actor. Yeah. yeah. And we got to get into TV. We still have a lot to cover today. Yes. So let's go to TV. TV time. Uh, so first up, it's going to be, uh, I never checked out the show, but I'm assuming you have Cowboy Bebop. Yep. Cowboy Bebop is the shiznit. Yeah. Well, it, it's going to get a live action. It's going to be a live action uh, treatment and it's going to be coming to Netflix. Yeah. Okay. They've been talking about that for a very long time. They've been, uh, pushing it back and forth between it being a movie or a TV show. And I guess, uh, Netflix picked it up. Yep. It's a done deal. 10 mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. I, I I don't even know who's directing it or anything, but oh yeah, actually there is a list of that right now. There's a couple of directors on it. Uh, I'm blanking out on it right now, but I'm really excited to see it because it's something that I always imagine Keanu Reeves being the main character. Ooh, but yeah. I don't think I don't think he's doing that. But it would be cool. That that's my huh? imagination. If no Keanu, what about Adam Driver? Adam Driver's okay, yeah. Yeah? You don't think he'd be uh, too uh, too Star Wars-ish? <laughs> no, no he, he's a great actor. No, I think he's... he has good range. I think he'd be able to pull it off. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think the thing is what's going to uh, make it hard for this show to really separate itself is it's going to get a lot of comparison to, uh, well, for the mainstream, uh, it's going to be Guardians, and then... For the geeks, it's going to be Firefly. So it's yeah. going to be, they're they're really going to have to make sure that they separate themselves and 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 give the the back the backstory a real uh, a real presence. Yeah, and the world of Cowboy Bebop is really huge, and to be able to you know really bring that to reality uh-huh. as a TV show, I I think it's going to take a lot of uh, guts to be able to put that together. So ten episodes. I'm assuming they're going to be about no shorter than forty minutes each. Because they need to, mm-hmm. they need the time to explain it. Uh, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't they? Aren't they bounty hunters? Or yeah, they? they're yeah. bounty hunters or pirates? I don't know what's what too. Um, well, that that all of the above. Our, <laughs> space what, pirates. Whatever gets them paid. All right, Anton. So that's really all the news for that for Cowboy Bebop because it is br- brand new news mm-hmm. and uh, they haven't really started working on it yet. Yeah. So other Netflix uh, show that we talked about in the last previous episode is daredevil being canceled mm-hmm. so i don't know if you heard any of the rumors but uh they said that maybe netflix didn't cancel it maybe marvel canceled it on them mm-hmm. what do you think i agree i think uh netflix got it get it pulled away and they were trying mm-hmm. to be very civil about it because they want to maintain the rights to the they want they want to keep showing disney products um, mm-hmm. That goes back to when I was reading the the press release last episode or two episodes ago. I forgot they all blend together. Uh, where they were they're they're being really careful about what they were saying. Something about along the lines of uh, uh, Daredevil it, it will come back somehow. Yeah, some da- form. well, da- the 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 story of Daredevil was like over for Netflix. Like they were mm-hmm. very specific to being in Netflix, and the, the Daredevil the character may continue on or come back in future Marvel properties. Yeah, which is very interesting. We're, we're going to have to see what else is coming. Mm-hmm. Like you said in, in the previous episode is that 
maybe it's going to be in some Avengers movie or some, you know, um, or its own standalone movie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there was something I saw on a, there's an Instagram account called uh, uh, Marvel Rumors um, or Marvel Facts. And they stated that Daredevil was one of the most popular shows um, on on Netflix. On Netflix. It's, it's the third, I think, third most popular show on Netflix. Yeah. So for them to say, hey, you know what? No, nah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that good of a show. We're gonna cancel it after you know two months or three months after they announce, we're gonna give it three more seasons <laughs> or four more yeah, seasons. It, actually, it, it wouldn't make any sense if no. they were, you know, no. Um, Mar- Marvel has other plans for Daredevil. Um, we just don't know what it is yet. I give it until Captain Marvel before we know for sure what's going to happen with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So really short and vaguely, uh, I've been watching this show called uh, Hero Mask. It's a it's an anime that's on Netflix. It's really good. It reminds me of a lot like uh, Mission Impossible, James Bond. The main character, his name's James Blood, which is weird. Um but it's kind of like a, a, a noir style, mm-hmm. but with lots and lots and lots of Jason Bourne action. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I've never seen an anime like this before. It, it, it does kind of remind me a little bit of uh, Ghost in the Shell action. Okay. But yeah, it, it, it's really cool. Um, yeah, so it's, a, it's so about... Uh, is it live action or is it... Or is it uh, it's an know. anime. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah so uh, it, it's about uh, this police force in, in in london who has secret agents kind of like mi6 but this is uh, a, a different division mm-hmm. and um he's always running like secret uh, uh missions and it kind of reminds you of jason Bourne style uh, in in the scenes and uh, there's a secret organization lab that is making these masks and whenever you wear the mask, you would have some type of uh, a power. And um, all of these uh, experimental... Uh, well, time out, time out. Jim Carrey did this already. It's called The Mask. No, that, that's a comedy. This is... Oh, I'm sorry. Live. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, this is more action and mystery. <laughs> <laughs> totally not no like dogs. The Mask. There's no dogs in this, I promise. But it's a mask uh, that gives you some sort of power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, all of these uh, subjects are from prison, and they're like all serial killers or oh. something, and, and and they basically, uh, you know, um, get out of the lab and they're running around killing people and doing bad stuff. So it's it's a really interesting anime. Um, there's a cliffhanger at the very end because there's still more season coming out. So yeah, that's something that I've been watching on um, Netflix. So enough of TV. Let's get into movies. Well, uh huh. So that kind of reminds me. Was it, wasn't there a Twilight Zone episode where they took, uh, they did a transplant between a convict and a, a regular civilian, and then the the tra- the transplant started like making the civilian do bad things. I don't know. That just sounds familiar. So when you said there's are, are they're, you, they're convicts, I think it's Twilight you talking Zone. About face off. <laughs> no, no. Okay, now we're just gonna, okay. You know what? Let's go. Let's go into movies. <laughs> yeah, let's go to movies. All right, Anton. So, no surprise here. Wreck-It Ralph continues to wreck it at the box office. That's right. I rhymed wreck with wreck. Uh, so, it's still number one after it's, uh, it, after it's a post-Thanksgiving release. 
Uh, it's going to be followed by... Dude, there's no like big releases for the past two weeks. No. So, Record Ralph takes the, the lead, uh, followed by Creed 2. Next up is The Grinch. Uh, Dr. Seuss is The Grinch. I still didn't really know that movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, it's be number four is going to be Fantastic Beast. Number five, Bohemian Rhapsody, still rocking it. And then uh, going down to number seven, which is the new release for the weekend, was The Possession of Hannah Grace, which uh, outperformed out, out, uh, ex- uh, expectations. Oh, yeah. You, you like that one? I did see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how I am with when it comes to horror movies. I think they're boring and predictable. Uh, mm-hmm. This one actually did a good job of keeping me uh, in- entertained and engaged. Uh, at no point did I really laugh. Um, they kept the jump scares down to at least three. And they were like, the first one was kind of obvious that it was a jump scare. And I think they did it intentionally just to like, here's your jump scare. Um, but it was a nice, it was a nice twist. It, it wasn't, but I thought it was going to be a story about the main character getting possessed and then slowly but surely succumbing to the possession. No, this is kind of a, a the main character played by what's her name? Shay Shay Mitchell from I think uh, Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. Uh, really hot. Um, <laughs> uh, she plays a, a character who takes a job at a morgue, and she kind of gets thrusted into this whole demon possession. She the, a body arrives in the morgue, and then this like fight breaks out between other characters in the backstory trying to destroy the body trying to finish the the the, the exorcism of it hmm. so she's kind of like what the fuck is going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah it kind of reminds me of uh the nun did, did you see that one no nah, that one looked too cheesy even the poster of the nun like all yeah it, it wasn't really cheesy it was actually it, it kind of reminds me of uh what what your experience is i thought it was gonna be like one of those uh really horrible movies but i really enjoyed it it it, it was really creepy um it did have jump scares but it wasn't one of those movies where it's like trying too hard Mm -hmm. Uh, but like the story is so good it keeps you engaging the whole entire time just like what you're you're explaining about this movie yeah so i'm looking at the reviews right now so the uh, it's a very poor score both on metacritic and uh rotten tomatoes but as far which isn't a surprise no the no, not not for horror, but at the same time, like I, as as jaded as I am with horror movies, I actually mm-hmm. enjoyed this one to some extent. So, I on my normal movie scale, I would give it a two, two and a half out of five. Okay. This one, I'll give it three, mm-hmm. and that was a solid oh, wow. mi- middle. That's pretty solid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll say all right. I'll, I'll watch it, and it wasn't a, it wasn't cheesy. I liked it. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into trailers because we've been missing out. Uh, a couple of the trailers that we have been talking in the last couple of episodes, mm-hmm. uh, even though they came out a while ago. Uh, and <laughs> this was on our list for the past couple of episodes, probably four <laughs> episodes in a row. We just ran uh, out of time. <laughs> yeah, we keep running out of time. Sorry, Detective Pikachu, we ran out of time. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about uh, Detective Pikachu first, I guess. All right. Uh, Detective Pikachu... Uh, Anton, first impressions? <laughs> I, I really liked it, dude. Uh, I, I, I really thought 
that um, they did a good job with making a lot of the Pokemon furry. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I bought it. Okay. So, at first, first the uh, sight, I was kind of like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? But, after watching the, because that was the trailer I saw on Instagram, then I, I saw the full trailer, it kind of explained the world a little bit better. It, it does take place in Pokemon world. I thought it was like our world, and then Pokemon started coming through somehow, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's place in the Pokemon world. Uh, they do acknowledge that Pikachu doesn't talk. It's just the main character that can understand him for some reason. Uh, yeah, which same by the, thing with the, the video game, too. Which, by the way, Ryan Reynolds is freaking hilarious in this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Deadpool Pikachu. Uh, but yeah. but some Pokemon do look creepy as hell, mainly Mr. Mime. Uh, the, all the comments... I always thought Mr. Mime looked creepy. Well, Mr. Mime looked like well, creepy, but like cartoons still like, man, it's weird. It's just weird. But seeing it realistic... Um, even the, the, the YouTube comments when I was like, first saw the trailer was, uh, I don't know what the crime was, but he did it. He so did it. <laughs> Who's there, whoever died, he did it. Yeah. Mr. Mime's got those, uh, dodgeball shoulders. Oh yeah. 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 The, the texture. Yeah. That's the thing too. They did a really good job with the texture. Like I wouldn't have cared. Uh, mm-hmm. but they took the extra, you know, the extra couple seconds to render some texture to, to it. They could have just yeah. made a smooth texture thing. So a couple of years ago, this is really interesting for a lot of the character designs of uh, uh, the Pokemon that is in this movie. Uh, the guy that did concept drawings for um, Ubisoft, uh-huh. he's actually the one that uh, uh, did a couple of pictures of Charizard and Charmander and uh, uh, Bulbasaur and Dragonite, what they look like if they were in real life, like what what animals oh. or what creatures would look like yeah i Pokemons. saw i saw them on instagram somebody started sharing them i think i i probably i think i probably yeah, posted yeah. them yeah so because of those drawings he got hired on to do the renderings Ooh. and designs for this pokemon uh movie detective pikachu and uh he he said that at the very beginning when he started drawing these characters they kept on asking him to do revisions. And the reason why is they wanted to make it look more like the, the cartoon instead of making it look like a, a realistic uh, um, oh. uh, creature in real life. Yeah, they, didn't want, they wanted to to escape that whole creepy, creepy yeah, zone. Yeah, they didn't want like a lot of the, 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 uh, the fish Pokemon to look like reptiles or something. Yeah. They yeah. wanted to look like a Pokemon instead of like a, a reptile. Well, because with anything, especially Pokemon, they they want the the toy value. They want you know. Yeah. You know they're gonna be releasing Detective Pikachu Pokemon version of like yeah. the figures, whatever. And I'm pretty sure that they want to have people look at it and go, "Oh, okay, it's Pikachu," or "Hey, it's Mr. Mime," or "Hey, it's Bulbasaur." Recognizable at least. Yeah, um, recognizable. Yeah, I think I, I and I think the art that you're referring to is probably more recognizable in the the scene with um. Oh, can you still hear me? Mm-hmm. There he goes. Yep. Um, it's probably more re- most recognizable in uh, the Bulbasaur scene. Mm-hmm. So I could send this. I just sent it on Discord. Yeah. So he, the designer, uh, he he actually drew Bulbasaur looking totally different, mm-hmm. and uh, he had to revise it a bunch of times to make it look like uh, how it is now for Bulbasaur, because originally yeah. his drawings looked nothing 
like uh no but like that but the coloring and the shading was his art style um but they did the the form the body does look more like the cartoon Mm -hmm. yeah um i didn't see his version of bulbasaur but i'm assuming his version probably had like pointier ears and more like bat like ears and it's got those uh really sharp teeth and yeah it looks more like a reptile than than an actual pokemon which it, it is anyways um, I'm yeah. excited for it. I, I'm I'm in. Um, I don't know how well it's gonna do, but I I think they're really trying to. I think it's gonna do real well. I mean, they they hire they put a lot of movie uh, money in on this one. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that I thought their main selling point was gonna be Ryan Reynolds. That's just a good. Uh, that's just a cherry on top of the cake there. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm gonna put it out there. I'm really happy that Pokemon has been able to. You know, stay in the limelight for oh, this geez, long. Like Twenty years? What is it? What has it been? It's been more than that. Yeah. I, I th- for us in the states, it started in 1998. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it has been 20 years for us. I think it's probably oh, like a, I nailed you know, it. 22 years and yeah, overall in Japan or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I'm in. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, do we have a release date? Oh, 20, 2019. But I don't think they have a release date yet, right? Uh, I think they do have a release oh, date, but they uh, only put uh, 2019. Uh, April. I think it's April. Mm-hmm. No, wait. Uh, I had it. Where'd it go? Oh, May. May 10th. It's going to be a summer. Okay. It's going to be our movie draft. It's probably going to be a, a good opener. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, All right, we, so um, uh, another trailer that we didn't really mention in the previous uh, episodes is uh, Toy Story. Yes. Uh, how did you feel about Toy Story 3? it's a tearjerker i'm telling you <laughs> yeah even the even the 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 second one was a tearjerker for me so i'm having mixed emotions about the toy story 4 mm-hmm. um well actually okay before we go into that let's just talk about the trailer itself uh they introduced the new characters um there's a bunny and i forgot what the other one was uh oh and a duck played by a what's the name Jordan Peele and uh, was it Keegan? What's his name? Yeah, uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, Keaton. <laughs> uh, Keegan Michael K. There you go. Or Key. Um, Key. So that one, uh, it's kind of weird. The the I mean, it's voices, but they kind of look gross. But the most notable one is uh, Forky. Yeah, Forky. which which is a spork. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of suspicion going around that this is going to be a lgbtq character for several yeah, because it's confused it doesn't know that's the thing it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't know what it is yeah they call him forky even though he's a spork meaning like they're trying to put its identity when it's not one or the other mm-hmm. and if you look closely um i think one of its feet or one of like the stands has a rainbow on it mm. so okay. toy story gets uh socially progressive <laughs> <laughs> well it's just a character I mean, it is just a character but okay so yeah and the thing i was gonna say too is uh that i'm kind of disappointed they're doing a toy story 4 i thought the one two three that they had set up was perfect it was childhood it was uh adolescence you know growing up growing out of your toys uh and then the third stage would be adulthood and then the cycle goes back to one. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a a continuous series, series, but I I guess it's kind of in a way restarting because I 
I think there's a new story and it's trying this whole movie is trying to target uh, the younger like generation just like how we started with one yeah so I don't uh, I'm not on board I don't know I'm gonna enjoy yeah. it I'm not on board though I think there's a money grab yeah it's it's really hard to tell at this point I mean it takes place from uh, looking at the poster we could see that uh, there's a ferris wheel in the background so I think it takes place at a carnival so and... so the tagline or, or the synopsis that IMDB is uh, when a new toy called Forky joins Woody and the gang, a road trip along old and new friends reveals how big the world can be for a toy. Um, yeah, and uh, it looks like Bo Peep might come back too. Uh, the cast yeah. has some of the old characters that we didn't see in the last movie. Yeah, so then we're going bring, to bring them back. Um, I don't know what else to say about this other than I want to see what story they had lined up for it. So I guess yeah. we'll wait for the full trailer for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, is probably coming in soon. Uh, June June 2019. Oh, the the full trailer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to say February, maybe. February, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is going to come out June 2019. So midsummer movie. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the Disney property stuff. Uh, they got uh, two trailers that came out. Uh, we'll start with the first one that came out first, which is Lion King. Yes, dude. I'm so excited for this one. So Lion King was one of my favorite childhood movies, mm-hmm. um, especially with the get up, Papa, get up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. I know. Um, after seeing the Jungle Book, I got, I, I, I think we talked about it on the show, I got really excited when they announced me a live action. Uh, they brought James Earl Jones back to be the voice of Mufasa. Yeah, uh, I think that's probably the best uh, choice Yes. Made. And then they're using Donald Glover as the voice of, for Simba. Uh, so long, Older John. Simba. So long, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is that guy doing now? <laughs> <laughs> I they still I think he's still around. I don't know what he's doing, but he's still yeah, around. He's still around. Doing he does. Something, he pop, He pops up on Last Man Standing with uh, Tim Allen. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have now Seth Rogen joining the crew as Pumbaa, mm-hmm. which fits. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Oh, fat guy. <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key uh, is joining again. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Dude, Oliver. He's getting a lot of roles, too. Yeah, he's even doing a freaking, uh, what's the, uh, like a real estate app. He's doing commercials yeah. for that. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, John Oliver's doing the mix. Uh, Beyonce mm-hmm. doing the voice as Nala. And, uh, let's see, who else? Uh, who else was going to say that? There's one more person. Oh, Amy Sedaris, which I'm not a boy. I'm not a big fan of her, but she does good work. Mm-hmm. So respect. All right. So I, I did see someone do a side by side comparison between the old uh, trailer. Oh, yeah. Of Lion King and the new one. It, it's like shot for shot, which is kind of cool. Yes. Uh, yeah. One of my friends posted on our group chat the scene where all the animals stack up and do a pyramid for uh, the song. I can't wait to be king. Yeah. And. It's uh, it's like oh, I wonder how they do this for live action. I'm like, I'm not gonna show. I'm pretty sure they're not gonna do it for live action, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't even know how that would work. No, I, I don't. I, I don't even know how they can actually handle all that weight. No, but I, I again after seeing uh, Jungle Book and then seeing the pictures for this one, I it's gonna be a hit. I can't wait for this one. Uh, this is gonna be coming out uh, July, so summer yeah. movie uh they're really gonna be piggybacking off of the 
kids being out for summer. Yeah. Hey, tell you what, though, in, in the Jungle Book, they had that scene where all the monkeys uh, hurled hurled up into like a big, gigantic. Oh, but like a kind of like zombies with World War Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. Uh, a lot of those monkeys are dead now. Uh, <laughs> no, but that scene, the rendering looks amazing. Like if you just mm-hmm. show the picture of uh, Simba being held, you think it's a real cub. It looks legit. Yeah. All right, so other than Lion King, we're excited to go see it uh, when it comes out. Mm-hmm. There was something also from Disney franchise not that, that big. released uh, the trailer. Yeah, not that big. Uh, <laughs> the trailer released this week is uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, so we're actually it... getting a whole plot and uh, synopsis of what's going on. Yeah, so we get more of a background. So all, pretty much all the speculation from the tre- teaser trailer uh, does line up to what everybody was thinking. Um, I have a feeling. Well, we now have a better idea of who who the main characters are. Uh, it's no longer just quick shots of like just mm-hmm. random like Jude Law and stuff like that. And we actually get her beating that lady in the previous uh, teaser trailer. We do get confirmation, and I think they put that yeah. confirmation in there because uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of comments going. Why did she hit that old lady? Is she a villain? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Secret Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this one we actually get it's an understanding. Secret Wars. Read it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't un- we don't fully understand how she got to another planet, but we do know that she gets there. She's She doesn't remember her life. Um, the Kree bring her in and make her a superhero and make, put her in her squad since she does have military training. And then somewhere along the line, she gets superpowers. And dude, I do. What? I'm so okay. Just try to join the, the chat. He's saying you guys record when I'm doing laundry. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I do. Yeah, we we always look at the time and we're like, oh yeah, just size is doing laundry at this time, so let's record. Time to record. Yeah. Uh. All so right. so okay. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. This trailer. Do you think it's giving away too much of the story? Uh. I think it gives just enough of the story for non-comic book fans to get excited for it and to give a better get a better understanding of who Captain Marvel is. Mm-hmm. Um, I but, do feel yeah, I, I think it it was stirring in a direction where it's trying to mislead a lot yes. of the people with where the story's going to go. Yes, and to the fact that they don't really tell you who the bad guy is, other than the scroll. Yeah, which you can't have an army as a bad guy. Um, look at mm-hmm. look at the Avengers. The the mm-hmm. freaking I forgot what they're called. Um, anyways, the alien the, dudes. The, yeah, the alien armada <laughs> was just kind of in the background. The real villain was Loki. So stuff like yeah. that. Um, there was one other thing I want to say about this one. I'm blanking out now. Oh, the cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> there has been a few. So you, there have been a few memes. What was that? Yeah. So you see Samuel Jackson playing with a little pussy cat. Oh God. Um. <laughs> No, so it actually does tie back into that. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a few memes of him talking to uh, Captain America and Civil War and saying, the, la- <laughs> the last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. Cut to him petting the cat. Look at the pretty kitty. <laughs> uh, yeah, that goes back to my... I actually didn't see that one. So funny. that goes back to space cats are jerks because maybe uh, her cat, which I be- believe is Chewy. Uh, scratches out Samuel Jackson's eye, which he does have both eyes for this movie. So somewhere between 
when they first meet when he first meets Captain Marvel to uh, Captain America, he does lose the eye. So that'd be funny if it, if it's Captain Marvel's. Ca- and if you look at the picture of when he when he shows his eye without the patch, he does have like two claw marks. <laughs> so that would be a nice tie-in if they do that. Mm-hmm. It's a stupid way to lose an eye, but it'd be a nice tie-in. Yeah. Uh, so again, it's a good twist too <laughs> to actually have that as a, a lore for the the series. <laughs> yeah. So I I hope that the uh, trailer for this one or that that the after the after credits trailer for this one. Uh, shows Rocket finally meeting her cat because that is a major thing in the comic books. It's like a major running joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think Flurgan, they're called. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one comes out March 8th. So there's going to be a spring one, not going to be in our movie draft, sadly. But I-, I can see them making a Garfield joke because uh, that cat's also orange. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if they get the rights for it, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, and also one more thing. So when we're talking about Marvel, uh, we might be getting an Avengers 4 trailer um, anytime now. They, they promised it somewhere between between Thanksgiving and end of the year. And there's a lot of speculation that it's going to come out tomorrow or mid next week. It should be coming out during like football mm-hmm. or some type of sport. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Anton. So we're running out of time now. Uh, how do people? How can people support our need for space cats? Does it make sense? Uh, they can do that by going to our website at the two oc dot com and uh, maybe buy some stickers or t shirts. And uh, if there was something that they heard on the show that would they would like to purchase, they can click on any of the links that take them to Amazon. Gives us a little kickback if they purchase something. Cool. And you can also. Uh, Follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. Don't forget, to us a, don't forget to give us a thumbs up, five stars, whatever the rating system is on the podcast app you're listening to us on. Uh, I believe that's it. Anything else, Anton? Nope, that's it. All right. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Peace out, guys. Later. Pussy power. <laughs> you need to end it. That means-